This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. Could you walk us through some of the most significant events for the modern-day state of Israel, and also mentioning some of the most common misconceptions? Even today, with what's going on with the war between Israel and Hamas and the rise of anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism, which is the hatred of the state of Israel, one of the things that you're seeing a lot of is these signs that say Israel is a bunch of colonialists. There are colonialists trying to kick the Palestinians out of the land. Well, I just want to remind the listeners that really the Jewish people have been present in the Holy Land dating back to the times of Jesus and even before. We have record of Jewish people being in the land as early as Joshua's time, just as the Bible had said. And so it's really important to understand that they're not colonialists. Jewish people wanted to return to the land for 2,000 years. There was always a remnant of Jewish people living in the land. But the idea of Jewish people coming back to live in the Holy Land from all over, that really happened in the mid-1850s and 1800s when a man named Theodore Herzl, he really began the process of bringing back a call for the Jewish people to return because he saw the anti-Semitism rising in Europe as early as the 1800s. He actually saw the Holocaust coming. And so one of the major moments in Israel's pre-state history goes back to the time of the late 1800s when Theodore Herzl organized the first Zionist Congress, when he gathered Jewish people and Christians from all over the world and said, we need to have a homeland in our ancient homeland, Israel. Almost 50 years later, In 1947, the U.N. approved what was called the Partition Plan, U.N. 181, and they partitioned the land, a land for the Jewish people and a land for the Palestinians. And that is what gave way to Israel's independence in 1948. Those are very important moments in Israel's history leading up to their independence. But since then, they've been at war with the surrounding neighbors that they have. There's the independence war when they were outnumbered 10 to 1, outgunned 10 to 1, and yet they survived and thrived. In 1967, again, all of the nations surrounding them attempted to push them into the sea and once again outnumbered 10 to 1. They not only were able to win the Six-Day War in 1967, they actually acquired the Sinai Peninsula, the Gaza Strip, what we know as the West Bank or what Jewish people in Israel called Judea Samaria and the Golan Heights. They quadrupled the size of their country and they've been giving it back over time for land for peace. And then again, in 1973, the Yom Kippur War is another big one when Syria and Egypt again try to attack Israel. But all along the way, they've been able to defeat their enemies, even when it seemed like they were bound to lose. And so those are kind of some very important moments along the way, plus the development of the state of Israel, the ingathering of Jewish people coming back to the land. If you go back and look at the records of the population in the late 1800s, early 1900s, most of the Jewish people lived in Eastern Europe. Today, the majority of Jewish people live in Israel. There are about seven and a half million Jewish people who live in Israel today. And then the rest pretty much live in the United States. And then there's communities all throughout Europe and South America and Canada. But there has been a massive migration that's happened in about 80 years time. And most of the Jewish people have returned to Israel. Many of them are there. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.